With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. In the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com Purple Daily presented by Surly Brewing Company This is not a, a, a situation where we do things in a knee-jerk fashion we're very proud of the fact that we as an ownership try to think long term we know we want to be consistent but at the same time we evaluated where we've been at a lot of factors go into it uh, we evaluated uh, not just this season but a whole body of work there's no one person uh, that's responsible we're clearly disappointed uh, in, 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 the, in the football uh, results this year and uh, over the course of the past few weeks, this is something we've been thinking and deliberating quite a bit on. And over this past week, we kind of finalized uh, this direction that we're beginning on now. And with that, welcome into Purple Access, uh, brought to you by our friends at Surly Brewing Company. Also at TCL, uh, TCL Enjoy More with their outstanding TVs. Hopefully you're watching playoff football this weekend. On a TCL, that, of course, was a Vikings co-owner Mark Wilf earlier this week talking about the decision to dismiss Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer from the Vikings. Zolgad, executive producer Declan Goff, and Star Tribune sports columnist and my good friend Chip Scoggins. And Chipper, I have been excited for this show all <laughs> week. We've been here before. We will hopefully be here again at some point because it's me it, it means that, that that we'll have lived a long time um give me your or not or not well then we won't be <laughs> yeah. here to talk about it and That's i hope right. people enjoy this episode yeah. um your thoughts on the dismissals that we saw come down on monday um i will say i was mildly surprised with spielman i thought there was no chance that zimmer would uh survive this season it just seemed like that was the easy answer um it's sort of I think even he in the last couple of weeks was resigned to it. You could tell by his body language and just me, or I think he knew it was over. I had fallen into the group that thought because Spielman was such a security blanket for the Wills and how much they've stayed in the background and just entrusted him to run the football operations that when it came down to it, and we know that they like him, I thought that um, he would get bumped upstairs with a different title and, and bring it in. But, and I wrote a column, Judge, like, I understood the logic and why the Wills might do that, but that made zero sense to me because can you imagine going to a GM and saying, okay, we want you to come in, fresh perspective, fresh eyes. We want you to really tear this roster apart from a different perspective. And, you know, you're going to have a new approach. And, oh, by the way, the guy who ran the had that same job for 16 years is two doors down, and he's going to be your boss. Well, what? <laughs> that made zero sense. I mean, it, so – you know, I, I applaud the Wills for basically betting on themselves to get this right and find the right GM and, and um, 
you know, the GM will have pretty much the most uh, say in finding the coach, but for them to, to um, probably get outside their comfort zone, right? Cause they're even Mark said the other day, he's not a football expert. And so they're, they're banking on themselves that they're going to, and the help that they get from who knows where it's coming from. They just said they have a lot of voices inside that they trust mm-hmm. um, to, to start over with a clean, uh, a clean, uh, fresh start. I am curious what happened with Rick, because there's no question the plan was what you said. Like like the plan, yeah. we, we didn't all get this wrong. There was a plan to keep him, and he was going to help in, in the search. And I don't know if people finally said, look, you're not going to get a good candidate if Rick is going to be hovering over that person's shoulder. I have no idea. But there, But the great mystery of this entire thing is what took place between the decision to keep Rick and the and what appears to be a fairly sudden decision not to go in that direction. Don't you think Judd either, I don't know if they came up with it on their own or if someone got to him and said, Mark Ziggy, no GM is going to want to come in here and have the guy who was doing it for 16 years right down the hall. And essentially, because essentially in that model, Rick would have had a big say input on who they hired. Right. Mm -hmm. Which by definition would make that person his boss. Right. If I hire you, I'm probably the boss going to be your boss and so i i think either in talking it through amongst themselves or somebody that they respect came to him and said we know you love rick but this can't work it's, it's not going to be it's going to be dysfunctional and you're just setting yourself up for failure so I, I think one of those two options happened but um yeah there was too much chatter about yeah. rick getting a title for it just to be not have some truth to it what do you think um should be the direction now. So if, if the Wilfs were to come to Chip Scoggins and say, advise us on, on philosophy and what we lacked, what we did well, what would you advise them? Yeah, I mean, it, well, I'll start with the coach. And I don't think you – I mean, we, we know you always hire the opposite, right? right. So everybody's stuck in it. Got to get an offensive guy. Would that by, be ideal? Yes, but I wouldn't pigeonhole myself and just say, I got to have an offensive guy and just say, this is it. I mean, I would go in there – and say, I want to go with somebody who um, that we feel comfortable with and aligns with kind of what we were trying to do. And, and you know, I think somebody that's, um, you know, analytics are going to be a big part of it. Um, yep. It's interesting that the comments that came out uh, from the players afterwards, and I'm not saying I would let my players pick it, but there was clearly – uh, tension inside that building for a while and a lack of communication. And, and I just thought when Eric Kendricks and a, and a player of his stature says, we don't need a fear-based organization. Um, it just, it, you know, that was jarring to hear a, a, one of their best players say that, that even he wasn't comfortable with that, with the climate and atmosphere and culture that they had. So um, not saying you have to hire the nicest guy in the world who's going to be their best friends. Cause that's not the Avenue, but, there's got to be some uh, more communication, more respect, I think, uh, with player coach. In terms of the GM, I mean, I just think they need to be, you know, kind of if they can get it cutting edge. I, I do like, you know, if they can pivot and go to a more um, offensive-minded approach. I mean, it's just been the way they've done it is – so much catered to defense and giving Spillman what they're giving Zimmer, what he wanted um, with the exception of quarterback. And, and it'll be interesting to see, I mean, obviously uh, 
number one on the list when you're interviewing people is like, what are you going to do with Cousins? I mean, I, I think that has to be in. And just a quarterback period. In a quarterback period. Like, what's yeah. your philosophy on quarterbacks? Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. And so they're going to have to, you know, the new GM. I mean, that's the first order of business. You got to, I mean, you can't, you can't proceed any, any other decision until you figure out what you're doing with Cousins. What would you do? I'd try to trade him. I mean, um, any coach, if you say, do you want a rookie or an unknown, or do you want Kirk Cousins? Any first year coach is going to say, I want Cousins, right? Um, yep. But I don't, would you do it the 45 million for one year as a short term? That's what, like 20% of the salary cap? 21%. A little more 21%. Than 21% of your salary cap for 22. Could you do it for one year and just say, you know what, we know we're not going to be able to fill holes elsewhere? I guess if you don't like what you're hearing in trade, but I, I definitely would not extend them two or three years to try to get the, the cap. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I agree completely. So you to me, there's only two options. I, I would either pay him the 45 and just deal with it for one year. Yep. Uh, ideally, I'd try to trade him. I'm not convinced, and and I am not a Kirk fan, but I'm not convinced, and I'm not with, with the camp, though, because there's a certain camp that, that says, you're going to have to attach a draft pick to him. You can't trade him. I disagree. I think the Stafford trade, now, now that's that's a great trade if you're D- Detroit because you, you get two first-round picks. But I think the Stafford trade, because Kirk Cousins is not a bad QB, proves that you can trade a guy like Kirk. I, I, I mean, I saw a comp to uh, Brock Osweiler, Chip, and he's not, come on. No. I, that, that guy no. wasn't good. This guy is good. He's just, he's just not as good as, as he thinks and a lot of his fan base thinks. But my point is this. I think that Cousins could be dealt and the key to a to a Kirk trade is to get him to approve the trade where yeah. he then says okay I'll do an extension with the Broncos for three years and and now it becomes as close to a sign and trade it's not but it becomes as close to a sign and trade as you can get in this league Judd what would you think if a you 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 wound up with a you know a GM and coach offensive minded innovative wide open that said we can get more out of Cousins than the previous regime. I've toyed with that idea, and here's my problem. You can't mentally. He is who he is mentally. Um, he is a very – his his body is filled with talent. He He's not yeah. mobile, yeah. but he is – but he's got a good arm. arm. He's, yeah. He, yeah, so so like, as, like if I could plop the head of Case Keenum on Kirk, I'd love life, but I can't. Would you I give think, the new regime two years, three years to try to figure it out with, of him and getting his his cap number down? Where you where you because the thing that I'm wrestling with, and I I would my first option I'd be trying to trade him and just start yeah. over fresh start. And I don't know if, if Mark Wilf was just saying this, but he clearly is, you know wants nothing with rebuild. He thinks the talents here, yeah, Jefferson Dalvin. Do you I maximize that? No. You maximize the Dalvin. No, here's why. The, the, think, the window with those guys yep. and, and, and Thielen and I think the window on, on those guys though is shutting quickly. And, and so if, if I was to, so if I was to sit down with the Wills today as a GM candidate and make my presentation, I would argue that it's flawed to say, Oh, you, you've got Harrison Smith and Thielen and cook and you've, they're not young. And, and yeah. the wear and tear on their bodies has increased substantially Hunter too. So what yeah. I what I would say is the the fastest that we are going to get on a winning track because it's not rebuilds the wrong word retool is fine retool reset reset yeah yeah reset 
um, is to draft well, get a ton of cap room, sign players. And so, and I just don't, I don't think that Kirk is a winner. Yeah. I, I think what I would, if I couldn't, if, you know, teams probably know they're going to be desperate to trade him, right? Because um, they don't want to pay the 45 million. But, but teams are desperate for a quarterback. That's the yeah. Thing. It'll yeah. I mean, I got to imagine Pittsburgh thinks they're in a win now mode yep. with everything. But you know, Brock, I, I do wonder because it sounds like this quarterback class coming out is not very good, right? And I, I don't know about the the one behind them. I'd have to look and see like who they're anticipating next. But you do wonder if if you say okay, we'll ride it out for one year and then draft our quarterback uh, the next year. You know. Get that's, one more yet, and yeah, that's possible. But 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 you're, I mean, what would the dominoes be if you paid him that forty five? I mean, you'd be getting rid of some guys that maybe you didn't want to have to get rid of because he's, and you're definitely not going to be able to fill holes in your roster. And so, I mean, think about him, Daniel Hunter. What are you going to do with Daniel Hunter? That's a you very know, good he, question. You might not you you might not keep him when he's due that balloon payment come March. For all I know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, yes, this is a desirable job because the ownership gives you everything you want. New facility, new, you know. Right. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. I mean, you have some young talent here. But this roster has some serious, serious major question marks that you have to solve. But that that like, makes it right a away. <laughs> but I like that because I yeah. can say. The potential. The potential is there. Yeah. I think everything that's flawed about this team is short-term stuff that can be fixed. And and if the Wilfs really, if the Wilfs privately sat you down, Chipper, and said, okay, we think that we can win a Super Bowl in 22, I'm walking out the door. Yeah, like, no, you're no, crazy. No, no. Like, yeah, I tell no. you, you're just wrong. But but here's what we can do. And by 23, we can pop back up. So, but I mean, everything that, so the three GM jobs open right now are the Giants, the Bears, the Vikings. The Giants and Bears are dumpster fires right now. They're yeah, not well yeah. run. They they've got all types of problems. The Vikings have very short term problems, but they've got a lot of great uh, long term things going for them. And if the Wilfs are realistic, I think that you have th- that the GM job is an absolute goldmine. But I'll say this, Judd. We keep talking about the young talent, and, and I think we say it because Justin Jefferson's second mm-hmm. year, and he's already, you mm-hmm. know, one of the best. Tell me on their defense, who is a core guy going forward for the next five years, four years? Right now, I would say because because Hunter's now been hurt in back to back years, and his contract has that balloon payment due in March. I would say core guy zero, but I love that fact. I love that because yeah, but it's I have, hard to start with zero and get to where you need to be. But offensively, if I do things right here, but I mean, it's a blank canvas, and I got time. Yeah. Like privately, I have to be told I have time. I can't be yeah, told. Oh yeah, yeah. We're expecting great things now. Super competitive in twenty twenty is what yeah. Mike Will said. I mean, well, like, and he should have stopped himself at, at he should have stopped himself at we're trying to build a championship. Like you don't yeah. need to say like we don't expect you to say. And you know what? We're gonna suck in twenty two. Yeah, Dump those tickets. Um, but. Yes, short term, there are roster construction problems, including quarterback, which is why Rick was fired. But this is, but this job is a is a great to me blank slate of of, of opportunity here. And Chip, look by twenty three, you are going to have potentially loads of cap room. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you're going to. And attracting guys here will not be tough. Practice no, because. Facility, stadium. Yeah, it's yeah. cold, but you've got a lot of things to sell here. Yeah. I mean, the cold, I, I don't think that really factors with, in football. I mean, it's, when guys get in that facility and they say, hey, this is one of the. Yeah, this is going to be one of the best facilities they, they ever walk into. And, and, um, and I do think if you're, you know, if you're a GM or, or, or a coach, I think the Wills are probably attractive owners because yes. they spend money and they don't really say no. Uh, as far as we know, I mean, all we ever heard is like, if you present it to them, they're going to say yes. And they're going to basically stay out of your way and let you kind of yep. run it how you see. They're not going to be Jerry Jones telling you what, you know, personnel moves you should make. And so, Yep. Um, I think it's an attractive job, desirable, but I also think you're right. It to me, there is, you know, we focus so much on cousins and what you do there, but there is a little bit of that blank canvas. What you're saying about because I, I think that defense is going to have to get. Mm-hmm. I mean, Harrison Smith's getting older. Eric yeah. Kendricks is not going to be. You know, he's going to hit his peak here pretty soon. And and you defense have a good year. Either. Yeah, I mean, it's um, there's going to be a lot of turnover on that side offensively. You know, running back, what's the shelf life? You know, Dalvin, I think he has a few more good years. But, I mean, you have some pretty attractive pieces along the line in O'Neal and Derisaw. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to fill that out. You know, we'll see what Cleveland, but, you know, Irv Smith's coming back. Obviously, Jefferson's, you know, off to a historic start. Um, so you have some pieces there, but there's some flaws in this roster. Oh, right. <laughs> but but wouldn't you love the chance to, to clean – that up yes like there's a there the amount of of line deleting that you could instantaneously come in and do would be marvelous because you wouldn't care like you're not you're not going to say harrison smith i can't touch him you're gonna say what can i do here right Um, and judd yeah it's isn't isn't that that why you could not keep spilling around you need somebody who's unemotional unbiased about this roster fresh set of eyes that that personally doesn't care about Harrison Smith in, in the way that that Zimmer and Spielman did. They loved him, That's and so exactly. were they going to Anthony Barr? I would say their affection for him created a problem when you brought him back when he was going to go to the other. And they, you know, yeah. um, so they needed an unemotional view, fresh set of eyes on this roster to be able to move forward. That's exactly right, and that's why I I think that yes, there is work to be done. But I think the infrastructure is really good, and the support is like the bear, like the Bears. Chip strike me as a, and, and I know that that they might have, and that's a big might have hit on their quarterback in fields. We'll see. We'll but see. the reality is how they're run, and the McCaskies, and and basically what George at his press conference saying, oh, "I'm a fan. I'm just a fan." Like that's a mess. I the Wilfs. I'm not saying that they're the greatest, but I do think to what you said is exactly right. I think they give you support and then get out of the way, but they're professional about their job. Yeah. And Judd doesn't, I mean, you think about all these, you watch these playoff teams now and my gosh, you just look at the quarterback play. Yes. I mean, doesn't that this, this GM is, and I don't know, you, you have to find somebody and it's, you know, obviously it's imperfect science, but as best you can, you have to find someone that has the process, the right process of finding that guy. Because mm-hmm. that, that was Spielman's deal. And some of it was bad luck. You know, Teddy, obviously, that wasn't a Spielman You're fault right. that he blew out his knee. And that set off, a, you know, the dominoes. But 
they have to find someone that can get that right. And that has to be the question in a lot of the interview process of how are you going to do this? Yes. How do you, what's your process? How are you going to identify it? What, what's your background? Who have you learned from? What mistakes? Who's your All coach? All Who's of your, those I mean, things. You, because until they get that fixed, you're always going to have the ceiling. Your mm-hmm. ceiling's going to be not at a Super Bowl level. Mm-hmm. No, you're a thousand percent right. And that's where the Wilfs have to be right. The Wilfs have to hit on the GM. Um, and, and yeah, I think the top thing, if, if you were to list the demerits against Rick, I think the top two or three things, quarterback. Um, yeah. and, and Cousins was signed because he basically gave up and said, I can't find one. Sure. Like yeah. that, well, that was his. And, and I liked the signing at the time, but that contract, which is the problem with Kirk, yeah. or the biggest problem, that contract is is Rick saying, you know, Rick's Rick's two biggest moves are basically him punting on the quarterback spot. Zimmer, yeah. because he defensively could stop guys, because Rick's like, all these quarterbacks are tearing us up, and I drafted Christian Ponder. Um, yeah. And then Kirk, because Rick said, I can't find one. And that's the type of thing that the new GM, you have to have complete faith that he can find the quarterback. Yeah, and and – um, you know, the cousins thing, I, I don't know if it was him saying, giving up, saying we can't find him. Previously, they had made mistakes up until that point, but that was, they're at a point where he was saying, you know what, we can't start over. I can't run the risk of trying to pick a new one. I mean, this, this, that roster was built I and mean, you're coming off an NFC championship. Right. You could not entrust that to a young quarterback. Right. You needed as much veteran experience as you could get there. So now the contract, you're right. That that's a different conversation. But um, yeah, it, you know, as we talk about this quarterback, it, and I said earlier, I started was like, it doesn't necessarily have to be an offensive head coach. It could be a defensive guy. And if, if they go that way, gosh, you got to get the coordinator right. <laughs> you know, I mean, somebody's going to have to be, you know, a strong either head coach, offensive head coach, or a strong coordinator that you yeah. trust and it can't be you can't go through eight years of what they just went through with it, it might be the coach I, too i mean yeah well and it, yeah ideally if, if you land with an offensive guy but you feel like he's still your best guy and not we're just doing it just because we have to have an offensive guy yeah um i i think that would be ideal just because just where the game's at now you know yeah. it's just where the game's at if Mike and Rick feel sealed their fates with two moves, one apiece this year, Chipper, I think these are the two things. One is if I own this team and I find and I find out that my head coach started to meet with my quarterback once a week for half hour or so, a little bit more, yeah. an hour maybe, once per week in year four, I'm livid. Like that is yeah. inexcusable. Yeah, I mean that. You know, you go go back to Eric Kendrick's things about the communication and – or maybe it's Brian O'Neill that they need to have, you know, more com- – and I don't think it was coincidence that Mark Will said leadership, collaboration, and communication 35 times in that press conference. Yeah. Th- there's no explanation that you can give that the freaking head coach and the quarterback only started meeting, no. really talking, and actually talking more than just, hey, how you – in the fourth, what the fourth year together? Yep. Dad. And only only after a COVID blow up. 
Yes, that only started be- because I I was told that they finally basically got in a shouting match about the fact that Kirk was not vaxxed. And J- it, Judd, in pro sports, is there a more important relationship between an athlete and coach than the quarterback and head coach in the NFL? No, it's huge. They have to be in alignment. They have to be Tip Brady and Belichick. Yeah, to go to Andy Reid, Mahomes. I mean, go go through it. Um, so that I mean, just the dysfunction there was doomed, you know? And so, but I, I also think that's one, but, but when Mike entrusted Clint Kubiak and just thought our offense is going to be fine, I, I just got to fix the defense. I'll put Clint in there. The offense was good last year. They they were good, not great. I mean, they finished 14th in scoring again this year, Judd. Yeah. With, with, Dal, with well, you know. And how did Rick improve just, that? If I'm the GM, I'm, I'm Mike. We cannot have a, a 34-year-old son of Gary and just be yeah. like, it's going to work. It, it was just such. Yeah, I just don't know how much thought he gave into it. I think they, I think Mike just said our defense was so bad. If I fix that and we just have the same offense, we're going to be a playoff team, and it doesn't work that way. I think you're. He I, he overestimated yes. how good their offense was last year. Yeah, they had a lot of yards, but to me, forget total offense. Look at scoring offense. They were twelve to thirteen. The offense, though, didn't interest him, and he was obsessed with fixing. He was so obsessed by that meltdown against the Saints on Christmas Day that that's like all he thought was, I just got to fix this. I got to fix this. And it's like, Mike. He didn't. No, he didn't. And it's like, Mike, this this league as a whole has gone in in a direction that you hate. Yeah. As a head coach. Yes. You know, it's gone in a direction you can't get your head around. Well, and and that's the other thing is like, and this is where it comes back to Spielman is like, I mean, these, the, the free eight, you know, Breland, Mackenzie Alexander, yeah, the defensive end, you know, Weatherly. I mean, guys they brought back just yeah. didn't pan out. No. And, 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 you know, I guess Tomlinson and Pierce were okay. But why did they think that they could but move Tomlinson? Paying them more than okay. And explain this. Why, why did they think that they could just easily shift Tomlinson from the nose with the Giants to the three-tech? The three-techs are really hard incredibly important job now i'm I'm not yeah. saying that he was bad there but i mean he was a nose trying to learn on the fly it was a very weird like yeah we no problem it's like no you know the three techniques hard is that a that's kevin williams old position. But is that a hey andre patterson can turn coal in the into a diamond maybe, type thing maybe. i mean hey give him you know give him something raw and he'll make him a great player and, and i think andre's a great coach but um, it doesn't always work out the way, you know, you don't always get a Daniel Hunter, you know? So um, I, I don't know. Maybe they just felt like it's an easier transition than what we're making it out to be. But um, so there, that's the thing is like, that's, you know, come back to is like, it would be way too convenient just to say, this is a Zimmer problem. I mean, there's personnel mistakes all over this roster. Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. And so to, to essentially gives Spielman a promotion would have been, yeah. That would have caused, I think, major backlash to the Wills. On Rick, I think the I think the most telling thing, if you like, parcel through what went wrong in 2021 for him, I think the most telling sne- sneaky thing I have not heard talked about a lot, but I do think it's incredibly interesting is this: the decision to trade back and take Darisaw and pass on Mac Jones. And here's yeah. why: the conversation chip was this. It was literally this, and I'm guilty. So, like, I, I said this. 
Well, he wouldn't have played here, and they couldn't have developed him like the Patriots did. Think about how preposterous that statement is. Uh Like, this is the National Football League. You better damn well make sure that you draft a QB and develop him. And kudos to Belichick and the Pats for doing that. But my point is, if I'm the Wilfs, wouldn't you look at Mac Jones and be like, hold on a second here. Well, I don't know that they think that deeply into it, you know. But here's the the other thing is, like, how much of it was, too, that by Spillman doing that, would essentially him being admitted, we screwed up on Kirk. And could Kirk have handled if they had spent a first-round pick on a quarterback? All probably. He would have gone. And all he would he would he would not have handled that as well as Kellamon. I can promise you that. And all that's an indictment. You're right. Yeah, and, and but I, I think that would have been them saying that basically would have been even though you could spin it saying hey we got to prepare for life after Kirk at some point. But I think that would have been in their mind them saying we screwed it up and now we got to start over. Yeah. Um, okay. I have to run this past you because I've got to get your reaction. Mackie has us all convinced, and and he's done he's done some digging himself. There is uh, reckless speculation out there that comes from outside of our building that the Wolves have a at least passing interest, if not more, no pun intended, <laughs> in Lane Kiffin. Um, down <laughs> to the fact that there was a Wolf plane down south, I think in Florida, n- nearby where Lane in Mississippi. Was. <laughs> Last weekend, not in Mississippi and not uh, in in uh, Vols country. But anyway, what are your thoughts on the so far unproven but <laughs> gaining steam Lane Kiffin? And and I will say this, I think it's a terrible idea, but he does know <laughs> offense. So I could see some weird t- type of, oh, he, he's the offensive savant this team needs type of thing. The thing I um... – He's your guy, by the way. So. Yeah, my guy. I would love to know, like, if it's true, how they arrived at that. Like, I, I, is there a mutual connection? Like, the Wills just like they watch a ball game and they watch college football on Saturday night and say, "Hey, that or guy you is stopped good. by here because he went to Jefferson. He might have stopped by the." TCR yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, I will say this: he would be a hoot to cover because he's crazy, yep. and he, he's uh, so outside the box. But he knows offense. The guy can coach. I mean, he just can. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I think it would be so out of the box for the Wills. Um, I think they're more likely to play it safe than, than Lane Kiffin. I um, I think I would be, I don't know if shock is right. It's definitely surprised, but I just, it's interesting that Mark said they're going to cast a wide net. I mean, that, that is a wide net when you're saying, uh, you're going to include Lane Kiffin in it, but, um, the guy knows offense. I will say that you you can't deny that he doesn't know uh, offense. But I, again, I think they'll play it a little more traditional and safe than than that. And I I think if Lane is the choice, Chip Scoggins, the three of us have to go out <laughs> and we have to hoist a beer. And I'm wondering what that beer would be. No, I'm not. It's going to be Surly Furious. Is one for Lane, one for Chip, and one for Judd because it's the best IPA in town. All of the Surly Brewing products are fantastic. Declan knows that. But Surly Furious is the official beer of Purple Daily, Purple Access, and Judd and Chip. Thank you, sir. Great stuff. And uh, we'll talk soon again. I'm sure the next week or so is going to be extremely interesting. Looking forward to it. See you, brother.